0: Training Part 9. I don't know about you, but I love movies. And because life is life, whether on the big screen or in our everyday experiences, the things we see in the movies have the potential to educate us so that we don't make the same mistakes the movie characters made. And like most men, I think, I like action movies. I am particularly fond of westerns, but I also like spy movies. And when I watch spy movies, one thing is always critical to their success. In order to stay alive, they must keep their head on a swivel. They've got to watch out for the enemy. If not, they could end up dead. The spy understands that it is the enemy's job to take them out. It is their job to stay alive. It's a critical process. The only way the spy lives to fight another day is to stay alive. So every time they turn a corner, walk through a door, enter some strange or sometimes even familiar environment, they must be on their toes because they never know who or what the enemy will use to trip them up. It could be a stranger or even someone close to them. Either way, their head must be on a swivel if they're going to survive the moment. This is the backdrop for our final installment of understanding our armor of God. As I said last week, the last two attributes are not something you put on as much as they are a perspective you must have. If a person is going to stay safe and prepared over the last eight weeks, I've tried to unpack the power, position and importance of our Christian armor. By this time, you should be well equipped to manage whatever comes your way. Your level of training should default at a higher level. Therefore, you should be able to handle any situation you face with a lot more poise, savvy and precision. Last week, I told you to bathe every piece of your armor in prayer. It is important to know that God is being consulted at every turn. Today, we're going to deal with the last portion of our text in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. It reads, be watchful. To this end, with all perseverance and and supplication for all the saints. All throughout the scripture, there is the call to be watchful. It implies stay on your guard, not in the sense that you can't live your life, you understand, but in the sense that you need to be aware of your surroundings. The Bible says in first Peter chapter five, verse eight, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. His posture and position is to take out as many people as possible. Our posture and position should be to make it as hard as possible for him to accomplish his task. We are not trying to be an easy meal for the enemy. So then the idea is to not get overwhelmed with the cares of the world and let the enemy sneak up and take us by surprise. We must be ready at all times. The Bible is clear that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So maintaining a watchful eye is critical as we go throughout our day. But being watchful is twofold. In one sense, We are watching out for the enemy so that we don't become his next meal. And in the second sense, we are watching out for ways God may speak into our lives to equip us to overcome in the moments we stand in. When we marry prayer with being watchful, no weapon formed against us can prosper. Because there is this innate sense of God's presence that allows us to see pitfalls and possible casualties before they happen. Paul's intent was to make sure that his audience understood that prayer and watchfulness went hand in hand. Jesus says in Luke chapter 21, verses 34 and 36, 34 through 36. But take heed to yourselves. Let your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Notice what the Lord does. He gives his disciples the key to maintaining their vigilance while waiting on his return. He says, essentially, know who you are. Pay attention to what you're doing. Don't let this world distract you from the main thing. I'm coming back someday and you don't want me to come back and you not be ready. So watch and make sure you pray always so that you can escape the things that will come to pass. Now, this readiness can be hard for us because we want to live a full and abundant life and our flesh wants what it wants when it wants it. So being watchful can be difficult because we can get sidetracked by the things we see and want if we're not careful. They can encumber our ability to be vigilant. When Jesus was talking about seeds being sold in Matthew chapter 13, verses one through nine and then verses 18 through 23, he talked about <clears throat> some of those seeds falling among thorns and being choked out. They were not able to produce. When the disciples asked what the parable meant, his answer to this portion was found in verse 22. This is what he said. He says, now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. And that's part of the reason why the Bible speaks to be weary of serving money because In it is a sense of deceitfulness that will choke out the word of God and cause those of us who love him to be unfruitful. You see, the danger of living in this world is that we run the risk of allowing it to dictate our response to God rather than God dictating our response to it. When we are watchfully praying, we keep things in perspective so that Christ is in all and above all. It allows us to persevere in the power of his might. And by staying close to Christ, we come to know him more and more. And we find out what Jesus said is really true, that if we take his yoke upon us and learn from him, we'll recognize that he's gentle and lowly of heart. And then we find rest for our souls because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. God wants us to live and not die, but live every, but like every good parent, God wants us to live safe and sound as we do it. Therefore, he says, people ought to always pray and not faint. We have to keep Christ front and center as we navigate the world. We wrap our lives in the truth of God's word. We seek to do righteously whenever we can. We are always ready to share the gospel of peace, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. We point our shield of faith in the direction of the opposition, knowing that being saved makes all the difference. We listen to the voice of the spirit because he empowers the word of God we live by. So we watch, we pray, we fight, we endure. God hears, God sees, God protects, and God enables, and then we overcome. And lastly, we watch, pray, fight, and endure for each other. The greatest protection of a soldier in battle is the soldier fighting next to them. They know that their brother or their sister in battle has got their back. You see, God is watching out for all of us. Let's look out for one another. For the battle is not ours. It is the Lord's. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, Pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church, Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.